0: I call on everyone, no matter how deeply they care about this decision, to keep all protests peaceful. Peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. No intimidation. Shut up, bitch. We do not care.
1: It was one of the worst performances I've seen in my life. I couldn't sleep last night because I felt this
0: shit. And I must have a thousand lives and like three thousand wives You should know that I'm slightly off Fighting off demons that been outside Better known as myself, I'm a demigod Every thought is creative, sometimes I'm afraid of my open mind Shit on my mind and it's heavy Tear you in pieces cause it's way too heavy My diamonds, the joker is heavy More life to give on the men, are you ready? Who keep them honest like us? Who in alignment like us? Who gotta heal them or us? Us! When there's no one to call
2: Now when the weight lives uh, duh, Floating on them duh, duh, Floating on them duh, duh. It's the weight of the false democracy that consumes me nowadays Now you've heard me mention on this podcast before How politics is the theater of the absurd We act like things are one way When in reality they're another It's about time we stop acting Slash behaving To be naive to this fact Because quite frankly I can't bear the weight Of the hypocrisy all by my lonesome But where am I going with this? Well, you may have heard this little branch of government levied a series of big monumental decisions. However, to understand these decisions, we have to shake off those rose-colored glasses of American hypocrisy. We have to outline who's the most important citizen in this country. The gun. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are you talking about, Kamara? Well, hear me out. The gun is an allegory for a white man. Now, I know, I know, but... See if you can rock with me on this train of thought. Upon the creation of the Second Amendment, one thing was on the mind of the founding fathers of this great nation, Haiti. You see, the Haitian Revolution was still fresh on everyone's mind, and they wanted to make sure that that couldn't happen here. Look, you cannot deny that the racial distinctions in Americans' treatment of gun ownership goes back to the founding of this country. I mean, the Second Amendment explicitly states a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms should not be infringed. It was in response to the concerns coming out of the Virginia Ratification Convention for the Constitution, led by Patrick Henry and George Mason, whom our university universities named after, that a militia that was controlled solely by the federal government would not be there to protect slave owners from enslaved uprising. And thus, in response... James Madison crafted language in order to mollify the concerns coming out of Virginia and anti-federalists that would have still have full control over the state militias. And those militias were used in order to help quell slave revol- revol- revolts. The Second Amendment really provided the cover, the, insurance, the assurances that Patrick Henry and George Mason needed, that militias would not be controlled by the federal government, but they would be controlled by the states, and that the beck and call of the states to be put down should these slave uprisings happen. You saw incredible restrictions being put in place About limiting access to arms This is across the board for free blacks And particularly for enslaved And With each uprising the laws became even more strict Even more definitive about who could and who could not bear arms Free blacks were particularly prescribed To this public policy ideal When Haiti began to overthrow The French colonial masters and were seizing country for themselves Excuse me, correction When black people were seizing that country for themselves, the violence of the Haitian Revolution, the existence of the Haitian Revolution, just sent basically an earthquake of reactions, not only across the world, but of course, throughout the United States. You had George Washington lamenting the violence. You had Thomas Jefferson talking about how he was fearful of the ideas over there if they get here, and it was going to be a racial inferno upon our beautiful nation. And of course, you had James Madison worried, who was the architect of the Second Amendment. White men saw their respective face and acted accordingly. Protecting white male identity soon became synonymous with protecting the gun. And thus the gun became the most important citizen in our country. In the United States, there are more guns than there are people. That's a fact. So the idea that anyone is going to come take our guns is not only preposterous, but we don't even have the logistical platform in this country even levy such an action. 1% of gun deaths in America were accidents. 37% were homicides, and the rest, the majority, were suicides. Yet, we literally had a Supreme Court just argue that the 14th Amendment applies to guns. That's unbelievable. Except, it's not. Women and men alike are absolutely shocked that just one day after the Supreme Court ruled that guns had privatized rights, women do not. But honestly, I was like more shocked that everyone else was shocked. Like, we have to stop being surprised by the theater of fake democracy. Because honestly, Republicans have. They have long shed the ideal that we are operating in a Democratic platform. The weight of responsibility has been gone from them for such a long time that the gag is that even Democratic leaders should know this. And yet, they still act as if they're shocked by these actions. The GOP can literally read polls, and they know that a solid majority of Americans intensely oppose them on abortion, gun control, the insurrection, just to name a few things. They know these are big losers in the national electoral terms, yet they push on and they persist. The extremity of the GOP positions reveals their intent. They are not positions that are viable in any normal political calculus just for normal people, especially not on a national level. No party is playing by the rules, no party that's playing by the rules would push them as far as the GOP is doing. Yet they're acting instead that a party freed of a natural constraints imposed in a democratic system. By the need to reconcile conflicting point of views They're acting like it's, they're not in a system anymore Of different, differing views They're acting like it's their myopic viewpoint that matters Because honestly they're not, This country does not operate on just a, a bipartisan understanding of ideals It's winner takes all They stop performing as if both sides have a seat at the table And the shackles of morality are off, baby Mr. Morale don't live here no more that weight of responsibility is gone. They are floating above the rules of public policy and big stepping onto their true purpose, the protection of white men and their supremacy by way of the gun. And, oh, why, the Supreme Court? Well, they just pulled the proverbial trigger. <sighs> that was a little bit long opening, but welcome, welcome back to Unculture Bias Podcast. My name is Kamar Williams. We took a break last week. Um, I of course your host of the show. We say that culture is a matter of perspective and opinion. After all, culture is another way to say discovered. We are on real bias from your black. If you're tuning for the first time, welcome. If you're tuning in or returning listener, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We ask you guys to leave, leave, leave a review on the show, uh, you know, highlighting what you love. Um talking about Apple Podcasts, obviously. Reviewing the show and talking about everything you love and why it's such an incredible platform and all that um, This is the way engagement that Apple looks at whether or not people are really tuning into the show um, So please continue that uh, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors this week uh, Coleman law www.com and law you can reach them at 850-597-2990 Of course, they're, if you're in the market for business and tax purposes, please contact them um, For all your issues business real estate tax whatever Give them a call. Coleman Law is your path to figuring out your personal and business life. Of course, if you're in the market for real estate, contact Keystone Global Real Estate. Um, you can reach them at keystoneglobalrealestate.com or 407-680-8510. And of course, if you're in the market for uh, estate planning probate um, or, you know, right now we're pushing a um, land trust. So if you're an investor and you have your properties in an LLC, uh, do not do that. Go ahead and put it in the land trust. We can help you along the way with doing that. So contact us at Smith & Williams at 888-798-4529 or at 888-SWTGLaw.com. Of course, at, you can reach us at info at SWTGLaw.com or Williams at SWTGLaw.com. Got it? Great. All right, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. Isaiah, you still with us? I am. All right, bro. How you doing? i'm doing good welcome back on the pod man
0: hey man I'm, I'm happy to be back thanks for letting me come back on the pod <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> no man it's all good um go ahead and introduce the world to you since they don't if they may not remember you've been on the pod before but
0: yeah uh well i'm isaiah k floyd i have a podcast of my own called the positivity podcast i'm an attorney uh, based out of uh, Sarasota, Florida, but actually technically Tampa, Florida, but I practice in Florida and Georgia. So yeah, I'm that guy that typically writes a bunch of political Facebook statuses, which uh, makes everybody get upset. And uh, <laughs> I think they're thought-provoking, but I don't know. But that's me in a nutshell.
2: Anything that uh, makes people think, or out- think within or outside their opinion is thought-provoking. That's my opinion. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that. All right. And I got my man in studio. My resident nihilist.
1: Yeah, before. amen. Isaiah, look, if he lets you back on the pod, or if he let me back on the pod, you have <laughs> <laughs> no problem with coming back. But I appreciate you, boss man. I appreciate you um, um, giving me the invitation.
2: Oh man, always man, always man. Because um, a lot of the hap- a lot has happened, right? A whole lot. Yeah, just in the last week. Just in the last week. Um, you know, I first of all. For the opening, I always got to ask you, Jason, did I stick it?
1: Always. Okay. When I heard the Kendrick, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how you feel about Kendrick. I was like... No, no, I like Kendrick. Don't get like I. I just didn't like the second album, but I think Kendrick is dope. And I, I still have not given his last album a proper list, just because I wanted all of the yeah. comments and reviews to go out before I... Yeah. So...
2: I actually love the album. I think you did you like the album? I'm not sure.
0: I love all his albums. The second album was uh, the second Kendrick's second album. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about Good Kid, Mad City? Because that would technically be his second album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. No, I I did not like his start. I did not like To Pimp a Butterfly at all.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. To Pimp a Butterfly is the blackest album he has in his catalog.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah.
2: Me and Jason differ on To Pimp a Butterfly. It's my favorite album.
1: Oh, man, it's my least favorite. You throw that on, just just yeah, just tell me to oh, you probably got gonna- <laughs> tell me to go to the house,
2: <laughs> but um, yeah, you know it's it's uh it's fascinating because i I was looking at this talking about this week, right, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about how to approach the topic of the Supreme Court, and I would just really kind of t- want to take a step back, you know you said you want to take a step back from the Kendrick, I kind of mm-hmm. want to take a step back from just a reaction from everything and try to figure out, like, just evaluating people's reaction, you know? Um, yeah. I thought that was probably the most fascinating thing. Um, Isaiah, let me start with you. What, did, what were your thoughts on everything, starting out?
0: It was, it was, um, I think my Facebook status pointed out the most. I, I, if you are surprised by the ruling of the Supreme Court, uh, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> I did.
2: God damn, Jason. <laughs> I mean, I Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's 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 you're an idiot. You've been hiding under a rock. Yeah. You haven't paid attention to what people kept saying was the reason why you elect Hillary Clinton. Like we, we kept saying it it goes before that. It was why people kept saying, hey, um, Obama needs to convince. And I know Obama can convince her. I get it. Right. But the Democratic Party needed to convince Ruth Bader Ginsburg to step down. This is like in Obama's first term. So I'm still in like <clears throat> I'm still in college. I'm still like a freshman, bro, when, right. when this is all going on. So it's just it's it's like, you know, I think everybody's reactions or being so upset, even after this leaked like two months ago. Yeah, well, it, so we it, knew it, about it looked, this coming through. It, 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 it leaked like
2: in February, right?
0: <laughs> it's be yeah, it's, <laughs> been, it's, it's been on the streets for a while.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's like, okay, now all y'all want to be like, oh, this is this is this is messed up. This is I was like, you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming as soon as Trump was elected. You knew this was coming even in the election of Joe Biden. You knew it was coming. So what? What did you think was going to happen? So, and I thought it was a little bit of overreaction too, right? So okay, cool. Um, Roe v. Wade is not the law of the land, but it doesn't prevent women from getting abortions it just makes it unduly burdensome. It makes it extremely difficult for women to get abortions. Now you have to go to a whole nother state right. to get abortions. Um, but it doesn't, I think people's con, uh, people have a misconception that, okay, because Roe v. Wade is overturned, now women can't have any abortions at all. No, you can still have an abortion in Florida currently right now until they re, uh, they go back into session. Yeah. <laughs> you which can they, still, they, still have an abortion. Which
2: the Speaker of the House has
0: stated it's coming. We, we need to do a heart bill. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. You can still have an abortion in New York, you still have an abortion in, in California. You can't have an abortion in Texas. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't have an abortion in Mississippi anymore.
2: We're in Missouri. You can't know, so so. have it in Missouri. They, they out, flat out outlawed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, I want to tail into that in a little bit. But Jason, I want to hear your thoughts here.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm kind of with you, man. Like I, this it wasn't a surprise, especially after the leak. But but you know what? Even if we didn't get the leaked opinion, did we think it was going to stay? You know what I'm saying? Like did did with the makeup of the Supreme Court, you know, could you have some level of surprise that this ruling wasn't going to happen? So you
2: know, it's weird because I, I remember I had a conversation with somebody several months ago when it leaked, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this person swore to me they were like, ah, I think that it is kind of. It's a false flag. It's kind of going to be amended. They just kind of let, you know, they're kind of checking the temperature and then they're kind of, kind of ease up some of the language. And I was like, I don't know if that's the way that works. Yeah. (laughs) Nah. I "I don't know. But I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't mind being wrong in shit that's important. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I will reserve my thoughts on that opinion, but I don't think that's the way. Supreme Court. You will put snipers on
1: top of the court and gates up. Right.
2: Because they were pissed off on who leaked it. Yeah. They were pissed off. Yeah. You know. And so like you don't get pissed off about who leaked something if you don't think that's there's truth behind it. Yeah. You know. Um, So So
0: much pissed off that they have requested that all clerks hand over their cell phones to where mm -hmm. clerks, you know, you clerk for these Supreme Court justices. These are like the next Supreme Court justices supposed to come. Right. Clerks are like getting attorneys to be like no my phone is protected i have a right to privacy they can't ask for my like that's how upset you know people in the supreme court are about that leak i mean so i don't know why people didn't think it was coming yeah Uh,
1: So yeah i just i i think to to you know what you asked earlier is that you know based off of the makeup of the court what i said about um you know going back to obama and clinton is that this was just inevitable to me, um, yeah. but even without it. So if we go back to when Clarence, a black man named Clarence, <laughs> was put on the bench and was shepherded by Biden, and then you you keep going forward, I think I saw where it's uh, an average of two years that a new Supreme Court justice is named to the bench. Now, we had the longest, I think, time between... I can't remember who the judge... But it was like an an 11-year gap between the new... But, you know, based off of the history of the court, going back to its inception to now, we're on a, you know, kind of a two-year turn. So, you know, I'm not surprised by the reaction, but I am kind of surprised by how some folks think we should move forward.
2: So, let me get... let me Before we... Because that's a fascinating statement, how we should move forward. But I I really want to... Take a big, big step back here, right? Mm-hmm. On the pe- people being surprised, you're like Levy, you, you, uh, Zan, Jason. You're talking about, you know, 2008 Obama. I'm saying mm-hmm. that Republicans, and as I stated in my opening, have been operating with Absolutely. this guile since. 1979, yeah. when they started the Federalist Society, yeah,
1: absolutely. You know, you know, what I mean? yeah, so, this goes back way before yeah, you know, what yeah, I mean?
2: this is as Rick Ross like to say, it's deeper than rap, yeah. you know, what I mean, like it is. is not like so. When I see people, you know, like, oh my god, what's happening, and it's someone like, I'm a student of history, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is it was gonna happen. It was happening eventually. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, this so like and, and not to cut you off, but I guess that that's where I diverge with like, yeah, we should have elected and, and this isn't, you know, this isn't at you specifically, Isaiah, but I've heard it before that, you know, like this is why we wanted to vote for Clinton. This is why we needed Biden. This is why But I'm like, I, I don't I don't think that's the case. Like, Democrats have had the opportunity to show how strong they were on abortion rights. And I understand that this is not, you know, it, it's we're talking about Roe v. Wade, but I also understand like 14th amendment Equal protection clause like i get that there's some additional but to what you were saying that dog this was happening regardless right based off of the history of how like uh what's my man chief judge uh roberts when he was uh working for reagan like even back in the 80s he was like yo i'm coming after the voting rights act and he did yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, th- there are some cases that, you know, Republicans or federalists or whatever you want to call them have looked at, and they like, I don't care how long it takes if it has to be my son to take this down like it's coming down.
2: Yeah, it's like they they will they can wait out. Yeah. That's the thing about a Republican, and I think that's what kind of pisses me off um about Republicans compared to Democrats. Republicans can wait out. They they'll like die on the vine on their ideals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real. A Democrat will be caught off guard about the organization of everything. they will be like, what? I didn't see that happening. What's going on? And it's like, dummy. They've had societies. They're literally electing judges based off of, do you check off on the Federalist society in Florida? Appointments are not even based on qualifications. It's based on, do you even, are you registered as a federalist? Yes. You know? And Mm -hmm. so like, that's it. And so like Democrats have to stop playing in my face. About like talking about you know and like you know we that's gotta, been my argument the yeah, whole time. Man, playing it's... in my face, talking about we got to organize, we got to do, bitch. What are you been doing? <laughs> like, what are you talking bro, about? Bro. We got to organize. What do you mean we got to organize? You got to organize. Like that's that's the thing. I don't. I'm not playing them no more. I'm not playing them games anymore with them. I'm not suffering fools because I'm not. I think them.
0: I got to jump in real quick. Go, go I ahead. think it's too much to do it. It's two parts to it. Democrats do a poor job of organizing, but they do a poor job of organizing because they let too many people into, they are, they're trying to appeal to too many people. Oh, it's I absolutely agree. It's too many demographics that. That they're trying to appeal to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you try to appeal to everybody, you, you 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 don't really do a good job of just focusing in on that one thing. Republicans appeal to one person in one thing. Mm-hmm. White men.
2: White men. White men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything is the basis of white men. <laughs> yeah. That's it.
1: And, I mean, that's and, the basis of this country, right? Right. As so, in my opening. Yeah, absolutely.
2: That's the basis of this country. I, nah. You know, and I, I I, agree 1,000%. And Republicans are not, like, they don't even try to fake it anymore. They don't even try to fake <laughs> it. Like, you know, they're they're literally just operating like, this is our demographic. This yep. is who we appeal to. Mm-hmm. This is who our laws are de- designated for. We riding, we riding.
1: Who was the senator that yesterday was like, all right, it's time to go after segregation. Right. Like, what, what was the, it was like it just came out <laughs> of the Senate. Like, all right, like, it's it mask is off now, so we may as well, like, Brown v. Board, you're up next. Like, okay, all right, cool. And then Democrats are reading a poem and singing God Bless America. <laughs> you know, and... and and then they're sending out fundraising emails. So to your point about you know I want Democrats to stop playing in my face. That's the reaction. Well, not the reaction. That's where I'm still sort of surprised that we are at this moment where it's like all right, y'all still got trust in. And I'm a I'm a registered Democrat, but like I don't have any faith in at least the party at the federal level. That as as go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry to cut no, you. No no no. Go ahead. Go as, ahead. No, I'm sorry, but as. As
0: Democratic voters, I'm a registered Democrat, we'd be messing ourselves up too. And I mean we could we could we could put a lot on the party, mm-hmm. right? But the way we've the way our generation, I, I'll say millennials. I'm, I'm thinking I'm guessing everybody in here is millennial. Yeah. So oh, here, yeah, millennial, but the way we have handled this is terrible because we've we've we as we used to be pragmatic voters as black people. Some way along, uh, along the line, our generation messed that up We started being kind of selfish voters. I want X, Y, Z. Therefore, if I don't get XYZ, i Z, I'm withholding my vote. But we're not looking at the totality of it. We didn't look at the totality of these situations when it came to Hillary and when it came to Donald Trump. And people kept saying this isn't about Hillary Clinton. She's just a president. I, I think if anybody saw what Donald Trump did, we understand now that the presidency ain't as powerful as you think it is. Uh, Obama even sat down with the breakfast club. Obama sat down with breakfast club and said, I'm not a king. I'm limited.
2: I'm going okay. to I'm gonna push back on this. I'm going to push back on this. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack with that. So here's where here's where I'll say with this. Um, mm-hmm. When you talk about millennial voters, are you talking about black millennial voters? Are you talking about the millennial as in a hodgepodge? I'm, white? I'm talking about the hodgepodge of all of us. Okay. All right. So because I want to I want to draw down and say that black millennials Mm -hmm. still organized, black millennials still voted in high numbers for Democrats. You know, it was it was, you know, white liberals who could say I can hold my vote, you know, and I'm not saying that was all across the board. Right. Because it's not a Mm monolithic. But even in that sense, I'm not always opposed to somebody saying, listen, you promised me something on this campaign trail for my vote. My vote is not a guarantee for you. So you made a promise to me. I'm just asking you to adhere or at least at least feign some interest in adhering to what you said you're going to do for me.
1: I think to what you said earlier, Isaiah, that um, we Democrats try to appeal to way too many people. And then when those people come back and say, hey, you told me you were going to do this and they're like, all right, we'll get to it. Like I promise next election, next election comes. No. we, got, we you. got this. We got you. I owe you. I, yeah, like next time. Right. Okay, next election is here. This is what, Okay, but now this is at the top of the line, so we'll get to you next time. I think where Democrats have gone wrong to me is that I, I saw a tweet, man, that, that will just forever be burnt because it it encapsulates where we are now. You cannot expect mass civic participation from a constituency where their material needs aren't being met. So if I'm and I'm using where we are right now as an example, if I'm going out to fill up my car, gas is five a gallon and I'm not. I'm not I did
2: can't relate because he got a Tesla, but keep going.
1: <laughs> but I, I, <laughs>
2: he's like, what is this gas that you're Right, talking like
0: about? <laughs> I was gonna wait to say something,
1: but he got it. <laughs> and, that, and that's speak of. And that's not a dis you know necessarily talk Democrats, but you know, if if groceries have gone up, gas is going up, rent is through the roof. I saw a report today that costs more to buy a house now than it does to rent now, like for the first time in forever. So if we've seen this um, Crumbling almost Of you know The infrastructure of this country And millennials have grown up in that Like we, we have a student loan crisis Right you have a bunch of folks Who were told you get a college degree You get a good job you can make it And that hasn't happened And I'm making broad strokes here but When you have voters continue To see that the party that they've registered With and claim You know this party has claimed that, yeah, we got your best needs in mind and that hasn't happened. You cannot expect them to continue to vote for you. So if we get to it where it's, yeah, Roe v. Wade is gone. And then next week there's a big, huge EPA case to where the federal government may not be able to regulate. Right. So when you see all these things happening, I don't think that we can lay that at the feet of, you know, you didn't vote for Clinton. So this is why you got this. You didn't, come out strong enough for Obama and his folks in 2010. So I think that's bullshit. And, and the reason why I say that is because y'all haven't done anything.
2: Well, let's just keep it, a, let's keep it a bucket. Yeah. And, and I, because I think we, it's easy to say things like 2016 was, I, first of all, I think Trump was the most consequential president we've seen in the last 30 years. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like okay. consequential. Um, And so, but it's easy to lay the blame on 2016. Very much so. But, We have to have a more complex view on how society has allowed the, as you talked about, the crumbling of the infrastructure from the fringes that's now starting to seep inside. The cracks are starting to seep inside the wall, the foundation, you know. And I'm not even focused on the Roe v. Wade. You literally had a Supreme Court justice that said a man is innocent on death row, but but he can still die. Dog, Yes. You know what I mean? Like these are things that are important. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like these things like it's the But it's the it's the idea that, yes, Roe v. Wade affects every uh, everybody. It does. M- man, man, woman. Yeah, you know what I mean? Bi- non-binary. Yeah. But we also have a Supreme Court that looks at the humanity of somebody mm-hmm. and they can look at them. And it's like you might be innocent, but you still got, you know, you still might have to go, go get that. You know, an electric chair.
1: Like, so sorry. So You're sorry. You're innocent, but you still gotta die. You still gotta die. What kind of country is that?
2: You know what I mean. Like, what is? Th- what are we even talking about? Yeah, that should shake people in the soul. That is the thing that makes people like. You know, what am I fighting for?
1: And I think that that's when I mentioned that. You know. Democrats are sending out fundraising emails. I'm like, do, do y'all not see what's happening around you? Right. Like read the fucking room. Joe. Thank you. Like it's, it's <laughs> read the fucking room. Nancy You read a poem. You're singing songs. And and I understand like, this is, yeah, th- there, there could be some strategy they're working on behind the scenes or whatever, but don't do this right now, man. Like, yeah. come on now. Like we, we really and truly have people who will die because of these decisions that are being made. Mm-hmm. And you know, You're saying, okay, well, we got to go out and vote in November because we need more um, pro-choice Democrats, you know, to be elected to the House and the Senate. But you had your leadership in the House go down to Texas to campaign for an incumbent who is pro-life. So what kind of message are you sending to women and to Democratic voters that this is something that you care about? However, back to Isaiah's, Isaiah's point, you trying to appeal to everybody. You cannot do that. You cannot. And and I think the quicker we get away from that, I think the better off that party, the party will be. Now, granted, that could mean like, hey, man, we just ain't going to focus on race issues no more. OK, you gave you giving me a choice now to say that, OK, <laughs> the things that are 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 important to me aren't important to you. So now I have an opportunity to do something different. Whereas it's no, we care about race. We care about gender. We care about this. We care about that.
2: But your actions are not your showing actions
1: it. are not showing it, man.
2: Your actions are showing otherwise. This
1: marriage is not in a good place.
2: You know, like you're telling me one thing, but you're operating another. What, what do you guys What are you gonna say? I think
0: I think what you guys are hitting on and as it relates to I think you guys are hitting on just wanting Democrats to tell us the truth.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Just be real. And so just tell us the truth of how this is set up, right? Right. So they went down there and campaigned for a guy in Texas who is pro-choice, because they know they need that seat to right. stay, to have the majority.
2: Mm-hmm. They know it. Right. The reason
0: why we got Buddy over in West Virginia yeah, that'd be Man controlling is. everything, yeah. Yeah. they know they need that seat. Just tell us the truth, right? right? Just tell us that, hey, look, <clears throat> we need four more seats, so Joe Manchin and Shorty over, at, I forgot what other... Uh,
2: Cinema. I forgot where she Christina Sim- yeah. Yeah, Chris is. Christina
0: This yeah. Just, just to say... Hey, just so they don't affect our more progressive policies. Right. We need four more seats. That means Val Demings. We need to vote for Val Demings in Florida to be Marco Rubio. Mm-hmm. That means that we need to get this person in there. Well, that means, we need these certain people here so that we can pass the more progressive legislation instead of just passing this kind of moderate legis- legislation. That's this whole. All right. right uh, uh, what is it? All, all something. Rises boats or something like that. Yeah, I or, forgot. Or, or, or,
1: or, the that's right? raises, raises yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and I yeah. think and I think that that's where I, I kind of <laughs> hop off the boat is that I have no faith or belief that they want to pass anything progressive. I just don't. And, and the reason why I say that is because, and I understand where you're coming from. That yeah, we we like I think that for the three of us, like we know how this shit goes. Like yeah, you do. You need a majority in order to to get things done. Right. So mm-hmm. to that point, if if you are going to campaign for these folks, just like yeah, tell us like no, nah, we we need these seats, dog. Like they still will vote for you. They still would mm-hmm. vote for you. Just just be real. But if we have pieces of legislation, I'll go back. There was a a, a bill by a sister in California. In your state Where she's like um, We got to stop using
2: Oh yes That it, it was two days ago They got to start using firemen As um, Yeah like That's that's as, wrong Indigit
1: servitude Like indentured we got to stop doing that And, and they were like, the no, like No we, we, don't. we don't
2: Right we so need, I'm like Wait a minute We need We need, we need them bodies boy. <laughs> right <laughs> Oh no, that, That's that, where Kamala got in trouble
1: Yes That's yeah. Yes Yes So if that's where How we are, are as a party That's why I think that Democrats, not necessarily the party, but just registered Democrats, maybe like we do not give enough credit to voters like voters are smarter than I think we realize that you see things like that and you're like, oh, OK, so you you want to use slaves to put out your fires. Right. But you're telling <laughs> us on the other side, like, I'm going to take a knee for Juneteenth and wear some and I'm
2: going to wear, gonna put, t- gonna wear a, put up a black space yeah, so it's picture. like no, and I'm like wear you, that cheeky and Neil, and
1: right? Like right. you are absolutely playing in my face. So right. when I see things like that, that's what that's what leads me to believe. Like y'all ain't real about this, man. Like you're moderates, and that's okay. But just tell us, like, no, nah, I don't think this is the best. The one thing I do respect about Biden is that. Yesterday his press secretary was like Nah we ain't expanding the court And we ain't getting rid of the filibuster He was real with it though but you, That's where I am But you know
2: what that's the, it fascinating It's the protectionism of this institution
1: Yes That's where I have the bigger
2: problem of everything like, yeah. like even you I'm glad you brought that up In fact you brought that up I'm going to go ahead and play a clip Of my <laughs> uh, uh, You know because I think it's important here
1: That there Everything comes out of the
0: White House, everything we see on the television is scripted. These people are actors. They actually should get Academy Awards for their performances. It's it's scripted. What they say to us, they rehearse during the day. And when they finish, they all go to dinner and they, they tell each other how good they were. And they talk about tomorrow's script. And they practice. And if one person does improv, they rave about them. They say, and what you did was fantastic. I just think that I just I don't care what color they are I don't care what sex they are I think they're all for each other I do not think they're for us.
2: So I say all that to say that's obviously the, the late great Paul Mooney mm-hmm. and I, you great. know and he's you know he's being hyperbolic you know hypo- um, hyperbolic right yeah. in his statement but there's something to be said about and this is what called Democrats playing in our face um, they protectionism of an institution. That is not designed to help people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the idea, like I'm not going to, we're not even considering um, expanding the course. We're not even considering um, getting rid of filibuster, even though we know the filibuster was designed to keep black people down. The history of the filibuster is one of disingenuous intent for people. Protecting the institution. You know, but it's more important to protect the institution. Than
1: it is to protect the people.
2: Than protect the people. Yeah. You know, and that's my problem. Like, why are you not going to expand the court? Why? What? What is the? What is the legit reason outside of the fact that? Oh, I don't. You know, it's it's extreme. I don't give a fuck about. They would that.
1: lose control of that shit immediately. <laughs> like they'd expanded the thirteen, and Trump would get back in office, and next thing you know, they're like, "See, I told you." But yep. it's like because y'all like got no backbone, dog. Right. Like, come on,
2: right? Because guess what? If it became politically advantageous for. Republicans to expand the court, they would have they would have done that twice on Sunday.
1: Right, as soon as Democrats get wiped in the midterms and the next Congress is seated, filibuster is gone, and a national abortion ban is absolutely being passed, like in the first probably two weeks. Right, and Democrats have had the majority since how long? And we have not gotten anything. We got an infrastructure bill, and we got a uh, a bipartisan gun bill that has more money for cops in it and for has, no it has no teeth,
2: has no no real teeth. So the idea that for me of when I see Biden get up on there and say, we got to, you know, protection and he's more concerned with this institution. When he gets there and says, my good friend, Mitch McConnell, I want to throw up in my mouth because Mitch McConnell <laughs> literally his entire base is not only to get you the fuck out of office, yeah. right? My good friend is trying to get me out of office, yeah. but he's trying to hurt the very base of people, black people, you know what I'm saying? That are The base of your party.
1: You know, what's so funny about that is that Joe's, or um, Mitch's kids, they call Joe Uncle Joe. Yeah, Like, I know that a lot of people refer to him that, but no, they really call him Uncle Joe because yeah. they are really good friends. They're great friends, right. But that's the problem, that's though. The problem. It's like, where we have, where we are politically is that Okay, I I always hear, like, well, I wish we can go back to the days when Reagan and the old Speaker of the House, you know, would sit down and have a drink and work it all out. And I'm like, "It's two old white guys, like, they weren't thinking about black people or, you know, like George Bush, before he did a, uh, before he had a press conference in the Oval Office, like, he had uh, an FBI agent go out and get some crack from a, a black kid in front mm-hmm. of the White and House. Put it,
2: so he can put, put it in a, in a Rose Garden. Absolutely. So, so it's like, no, it.
1: they, they weren't really thinking about us. But where we are now is that, yeah, Biden isn't necessarily up for the moment, but that's what we got. But when you hear things like that, and when you hear him say, you better not get violent, like this is not the time for that. Yeah. Um. You know, make sure that you remain peaceful because violence is not the answer because, you know, we don't want to hurt anybody. But you're okay with women... You're okay with folks who identify as transgender. You're okay with black people being killed, murdered, or into their bodily autonomy being violated. Like that to me, this, the starkness of that, when I look at it, it's you have a president that's on TV telling you, right. Violence isn't the answer. But when you look at the Supreme Court, there's snipers on top of the Supreme Court. You got people you big got old cop, gates. You
2: got cops with Captain
1: America Shield. Absolutely. And then in Arizona, they were firing tear gas right. out of the Capitol too. So it's okay to violate our bodily autonomy when we're protesting. But if you try to get violent and based off of the response from the state. So it's always a protection of the state, never a protection of the people. Right. And go, going back again to an earlier point, I think that's where more people are now. They're they're realizing That the state is far more important Than you are as an individual So if we go back to the 14th amendment And we talk about the pursuit of liberty and all And they're like no abortion isn't included in liberty Well tell me what is Because obviously My individualism as a person is not Like my autonomy as an individual Is not included in that So if the state has the right to violate me as a person But I don't have the right to violate the state When they come after my rights Like where are we as a nation
2: Right and so my thought process is that when you have someone like and, you know, I say I hear what you're saying, man, like um, Obama says I'm not a king. But you know one thing I respect about fucking Trump? One thing I respect about that motherfucker. He thought he was a king. He thought he was a king. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he he was the king, but at least he was very clear on who he was fucking with. Yeah. And he was transactional. And he treated the office transactional. He did. And you know what? The office of presidency is fucking transactional.
1: He did what he needed. And nobody can
2: tell me different. And so, when you, so we still want to operate with this rose colored glasses that, you know, we're a democracy and everybody has a say and seat at the table. And, you know, we got to make sure that, you know, we are appeasing and appealing to everybody because I'm the president of everybody. And my thing is like, dog, the person that was your predecessor really (laughs) didn't give a fuck about none of that. And he got his shit off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, Trump would have been if there was the opposite side of it. Trump would have been talking about uh, if it was a six-three on the other side. Trump would be like, "Hey man, y'all are mad. I'm mad too. Right? You know what what I'm saying? We we mad. We mad up in here. (laughs) We all mad. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. not, Are you going to tell people to be quiet? I'm not telling them shit. (laughs) You know, people can do what they want to do. They figure out what how they want to do. You know, I'm not saying I'm not advocating for state sanctioned violence, but I'm saying like. Don't play in my face when you got one side who not operating with the same set of rules.
1: Yeah, man.
2: Act like you give a shit. I made a t- I did a tweet like Biden should just come up there, even if he don't fucking believe it, to say, yo, yeah, uh, we're expanding the courts. Yeah. Right, we're packing that shit. We're uh, legalizing federally legalizing marijuana. Okay. Uh, where our reparations are coming, baby. Be on <laughs> Be on the lookout for that like an album dropping. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, re- just go ahead and appeal. To the very group. Because at least people were like, oh, okay. I I just think
1: we're we're looking for the party to show us that you care in more ways than just an email. Like, you are. You want your president to come out to show, like, all right, yeah, I I appreciate the statement, but what are you going to do in response to this? Right. So even if you know, what I can respect, and I'll I'll use a local example, what I can respect is when, like, you may know this shit ain't going to work, but I'm going to show my people I'm trying. I'm going to show them trying. Orange County is trying. Is there debating? they're debating? probably there's probably going to be a rent control ordinance, you know, for us to vote on coming up in November. This shouldn't go. I mean, it, it may pass, but the state is going to sue it, and it's going to go back to where it was. But a commissioner said, you know, it probably won't. But I at least got to show my people I'm working for them. That's what you're looking for. That's all you're
2: looking like for. Like you're
1: looking for something tangible to hold on to. And I just feel like we we don't have that.
2: So I I was telling a um this candidate who's run office. I said, yo. Y'all got to get out of this frame of feeling like I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Uh, it was you know on Nikki Fried's side. Yeah, and you know they were like, we got to make sure you know we can't upset um you know uh, uh Charlie Chris and his people because we got a Kumbaya away in November. And I said, yo, fuck all that. China I said, you worries, are, you are in a war for a gubernatorial seat. Trying to win a race. You're trying to win a race. Yeah. All that kumbaya holding hands, we got to make sure the party comes together, that shit don't apply because voters don't care. Voters want to see a fighter. They don't want to see yeah. somebody holding hands to, you know, to somebody that they don't agree with. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, and quite frankly, if you're worried about losing because you you pissed off somebody in the primary, you've already lost a damn war, baby. That's real. That war ain't, yeah. that that war is gone because they damn sure don't care republicans damn sure don't care about pissing off each other in the primary they don't care about pissing on each other's leg and and, and slapping each other's face and calling them all everything but a child of god to get through the primary because that don't
0: line head all these things they man. Don't,
2: yeah they don't care about that but we care we care about that because yeah. you know and so like when you when you talk about democrats They don't read the fucking room, man. Like, read the room. The environment says they want a fighter. Mm -hmm. They don't want somebody who's coming in there, like, who's acting like, you know what I mean? I care about the other side as much as I care about you. Fuck the other side.
1: You know what what I mean? That's what we got. Yeah, like Fuck the other
2: side. Care about me.
1: when the Speaker of the House says, I want a strong Republican Party, like, what message are you sending to your voters that we already are getting hit? We're catching hell right now. We're getting beat down. And you get on TV and say, yeah, it's much better if we have a strong Republican Party. They strong right now? What? I mean, they Maybe are they strong. True. Right. They right. are strong right now. The Republican Party of Nancy Pelosi's youth when she was <laughs> at John Kennedy's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a fundraiser. Right. Like, right. back in the day, th- th- those days are gone. And honestly, I don't need... Like, those... When I hear people wax poetic about like, this is what we need, like, okay, this is when white people were just running roughshod.
2: First of all, it's a false, it's a falsity. Absolutely. Because people keep saying, oh, I remember back in the day when Republicans and Democrats used to come together and hold a hand. Oh, I'm bullshit. like, do y'all remember that, yeah. you know, yeah. the, who the Speaker of the House was when Clinton was in office? Yeah. Do y'all remember how, you know, <laughs> <laughs> how they actually gr- stopped to grind the gear? He created. He created this format of how people like can stop government mm-hmm. in order to mm-hmm. get p- past their policies. You know what I mean? And it's like y'all don't, y'all have these rose colored ideas about what happened. Yeah, Clinton used to complain that I can't get shit done.
1: Dog, uh, uh, I, I I I I do not know. You know, for e- everything we talked about and everything we are. By the way,
2: I'm talking about Newt Gingrich. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm assuming everybody knew what I was talking about, but. Yeah,
1: I just don't know where we go from here I don't because I don't think we have leadership In the party that Respects the voices Of those like myself like you like Isaiah That do have Some issues with them it's Okay we just need y'all to go out and vote for Val Give me a reason to vote for Val we need you to go out and vote for Charlie Vote for Nikki give me a reason to go out and vote For Charlie vote for Nikki it cannot Continue to be we just have to Stop the slow march or the quick march of the Republican party or the far-right recess is like, no, that, that's that's not far-right anymore. That's what the party is. Right. And if you just continue to tell people, we got to stop DeSantis because he's this. We got to – that's not enough.
2: That's not a, the rallying cry shouldn't be because he's bad, so vote for yeah. me, us because we're
1: good. <laughs> that that's not enough. a
2: rallying cry. That ain't doing what you think it's going to do, Play And we boy. need some
1: better candidates.
2: You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, I
0: think – it's it's all related to fear man the democratic party is very fearful very much and they're so fearful and i take it back to what we first discussed they want to appeal to everybody Mm -hmm. and anybody and it's just selecting a a certain amount of people to fill their base and just appeal to them you know that black people are your main voters you know that you know white liberals are your main voters you know that you got your lgbtq community just appeal to them
1: everybody else they come second Right. They just like right. it I, is know, what it is. I, I think they don't want to piss and off white. I don't want to
2: piss off white folks. It's they just this, don't want to piss off white know, men. The, That's this, what I think. this imaginary thing <laughs> of like the 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 the, the um what do they call it in 2016? And they brought it back up in 2018. The white. Um, voted with economic anxiety. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like this mythical beast, this white (laughs) uh, of the uh, of the white man who has this economic anxiety and worried about (laughs) the throes of his country. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, man. You know what I mean. Like, you got people. Like, I I am so sick of placating to this mythical beast of the white man. Like, you know what I mean. Like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want yeah. to hear it no more.
1: I mean, look. I'm,
2: I'm not fucking with it no more. The, I'm sorry. I'm not fucking with it. The I white man, that
1: that is the thesis of this country. What do you do to placate the white man? And, you know, I'm not, I'm making generalities, obviously,
2: but. No, nah, that's not a generality. That's
1: a real track. No, so it ahead. is. But, I mean, th- that's, that's what it is. So, you, you had, um, what, Biden back in, what was it, 07 when Obama was running? He was like, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's clean. You know, he's. Like that was the articulate. white man articulate, yeah. That was the white man give like, okay, he's good, he's okay, you know, like he he's fine. Then we went back. All right, you got Trump. Now you got Biden. It's still a country where if you piss off the white man enough, then it's like, all right, well, we 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 cannot do that. So that's why when you hear like, all right, well, you have some some black men that will vote for Trump, and it's like it's in that same spirit that you think. These folk that are coming out, or these these right wingers, are talking about your economic anxiety and all of that other bullshit. Right? They ain't talking about you, dog. Nope. Like they, yeah. they this is specifically for white men and white women are going to follow. We saw that in twenty sixteen,
2: and they still did in 20, 2020. Then
1: they still gonna do it in twenty two and twenty four. White yeah. women are going to yeah. follow behind white men. So if if the Democratic Party, in their mind, to me. Is that if we do start to lean too heavily, it it was the same what uh, two years ago or when um, Warnock and in 20, it was the same in 2020, when they were saying, well, if we lean too heavily into the, remember the memo that was circulated that if we lean too heavily into these racial issues, then like that's gonna gonna lose us the election? Absolutely. Who are you isolating? You are isolating white men specifically. Who are never gonna fuck with you? Who gives a fuck though? That's the thing. It's like where we are now, it's, what do you want the future of your party to be? You can't tell me that you, you wanted to be Stacey Abrams and a um, little bit before it would have been Andrew Gillum and all these other new people to come around. And you're still scared of pissing off the white man because you're thinking, look, if, if, if what I do as a politician or what some of my thoughts are as a politician piss off piss you off so bad that you're going to go to the Republican Party and join with, right, you weren't on my side in the first place. And then
2: you've done everything. Probably Andrew
1: Dylan I'd be scared.
2: Yeah, Dog. But, 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 you know, like,
1: <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> but, like,
2: but seriously, like, think about it. Someone like, this argument that I hear, like, you know, we need the Joe Manchins of the world. And i my thing, like, yeah, I, I see the thing, like, Joe Manchin, he votes on 80%, 85% along with the Democrats, 85% of the time. You know, it's just that 15%. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we need them. But I'm like, yeah. Yo, but if they are circumventing fundamental shit that really can affect effectuate change in this country, are we like that 85% ain't fucking moving the needle at all. Like it's yeah. not moving the fucking needle. At so all. You, it is. are they helping you or are they yeah. hurting you?
1: These are the big ticket items that he's like, mm, yeah, you know what, maybe what I mean? Yeah. Not.
2: Like that's the thing where I'm at with yeah. it. And I'm like I'm tired of just playing playing like fair and playing like uh, to the because like I I'm of the agreement and I know uh, a friend of mine uh, who's listening to this, he's going to disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah. But I'm going to feel like, yo, fuck Joe Manchin. Let him go. to He want to go over to the Republicans. Right. Fuck, we're not. He's not helping us. Yeah. He's not helping. He should. You know, he should. He that- should go
0: over to the Republicans because it's it's confusing to the voter base, right? So, there you go. Yep. Like, That's okay. it. Not 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 all voters. I understand. You know, we're, there are voters that are smart, but there's also voters that are dumb. And I listen to the Breakfast Club all the time. And it's like uh, Charlemagne will blame Democrats for Joe Manchin. And it's like, I get it because Charlemagne doesn't understand that Joe Manchin is a center right person. So he's going to vote center right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's better for marketing reasons to just move him to the Republican Party. So Democratic voters can know we don't really got the majority in the Senate. Right. Move Christmas cinema and move Joe Manchin over there. So now Democratic voters say, all right, we need to have the majority to affect change. Clear Let idea. me go out here and vote yeah. for somebody else.
2: Right. We have now we see what the fuck it is. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, this 51 to 50 shit, like, it's not working. Or 51 to 49, <laughs> it's not working. So guess what? Now we know we really got 48 to 51. So let's now figure out strategically how the fuck can we get this 55, 56. Let me just let me let me even keep it a buck 50. The fact this institution is so wrecked Mm -hmm. that the minority of this country can control a majority of people through institutionalized Senate rules where we can't fucking break the filibuster because we need 60 (coughs) votes in order to appeal to what 70 percent of Americans want. That is broken. That's a busted system
1: And, and you know it, it's always been yes. broken In air right. quotes It's right. just like now it's like oh okay Now this shit is starting to affect me personally And I see like oh okay This, this is what black folk been having to deal with the whole time Yeah, like, y'all, yeah. This is how y'all been operating And I see it's, it's like when I Every time I think about the Civil Rights Act like and I, I had to stifle They had to blow that man's face off In order for us to get A modicum of some type of equal treatment That's how far we have to go Yeah, In order for us to get Just the basic level Of human decency Not even mm-hmm. rights Just for you to even recognize You're human just like mm-hmm. I am They had to shoot That man's face off In order for it to happen Mega Evers Malcolm X Like all of these people Had to be murdered In order for us to get Like for us to sit down And have this podcast conversation
2: But you know it's The thing about that To that point mm-hmm. And this is where Joe Biden gets Not reading the room it's violence is the thing that changes society It
1: always has America operates <laughs> on violence Like violence changes society We are a violent Dude we, we outsource violence We outsource violence yeah, We are founded on violence we're, like this is what
2: we fi- are We founded on bloodshed So even if it's violence in the real sense or the proverbial sense You have to be violent in order to change Even in physics in order to change the, mo- the, the mechanism, molecule, within there's some a subject, violence you, involved. You have the atoms have to violently connect in order yeah. to change the construct of what's happening. Like you, yeah. violence is the only thing. So I don't want to hear my president say, let's play Kumbaya. I want to hear my president say, yeah, shit's fucked. Y'all Now y'all see what time it is. Get mad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man, like sir, like even you, even if you're not advocating for state sanctioned violence you're not telling people to do a January 6th which there's still no real fucking convictions on that by the way.
1: Can, but, can, it, can can you put Benny Thompson to me when he came out and said, "Oh, you know what? No, no nobody's going to get charged for this." It was like what why? Why would you why would you give up the game? Like yeah. what? Why yeah. are we watching these hearings then?
2: What's like the, what is the the that we're
1: doing? That to me is the ineptitude of the and, and I'm not I just don't if Liz Cheney had to come back and say wait wait no 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 the uh, the good he, he was wrong we still looking at it like don't get a game up yet That's a, yep. they're
2: so stupid they're stupid like come yep. on dog
1: go ahead Isaiah
0: No I mean it's 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 stupid because it's again It's I give the Democratic Party this I mean they they are terrible at marketing oh, it is like just 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 if you're gonna lie, ride that lie out. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Make
2: it look good. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? If 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 you're gonna say you didn't cheat, you know what I'm saying? Show her your call history till so you had to be yes. everything. Yes. It's like give me something to actually believe. And they don't do that. Like, just like you said, Biden could have pushed, Biden could have said, All right. student loan forgiveness across the board.
1: Gone.
2: And we know it ain't gonna pass, but at least least he put it up there. At least he tried. Right. At least he tried.
1: At least he tried. Don't don't, don't sit up there at the lecture and then tell me, I'm still looking at it. Like, you had your education department create a memo a year ago. We still ain't seen that memo. It's like, yeah, he's still looking at it. Like, what do you mean you're still looking at it? Don't, and and going back to what you said, don't play in my face. Do not come in October saying, we're gonna knock 50 off.
2: Don't don't do that. Don't do that to me, man. Go, yeah. They're gonna do something. They're gonna do something stupid and say
0: we're gonna knock fifty off only for those that make less than. Yep, right. Uh, yep. They're uh, they gonna mean dollars. test, and it. then I'm, then me as a voter. I would be like, well, shit. I might as well be Republicans then, dog. Right. You eliminated me out of here, right? Like, and I'm a black man. It's just, it's just
2: terrible, man. So it's, it's got like, terrible. it's like, it's like as a voter who doesn't qualify. Say, like, oh, so it's fuck me then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah, It's fuck me. So I'm, so I'm pussy. Like you know what I'm, <laughs> I'm pussy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you go kick, you go kick this voter out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right, so, so, the come one come you this. want to kick his, kick the ass with. I'm looking around the room and I'm the fucking cloud alright let me leave this fucking circus then like that's what that's where they <laughs> have voters at you know because like they're, they keep playing people's faces and I don't even understand like if Democrats understand you're gearing up not just for 2022 you're gearing up for a long uh, bastion of getting your ass kicked all you into. gotta do
1: is look at Florida yeah. Democrats had yeah. control for how long in this state and it flipped Short and it ain't flip back since is not yeah, nice. we ain't even had a democratic government since what Lawton Childs?
2: Lawton, yeah. Like just look at Florida. Hey, Democrats,
1: have, Democrats have no power in this state
0: none. at all. None. They have none. None. If a democratic candidate comes up, and I know you have some on your show, but it's like if they come up and they start talking to you stuff like that, I just I just have to laugh. I'm like, Damn. unless you can get somebody, unless you're gonna get that Gillum voter turnout for your congressional election. You
2: have no shot. So here's here's the thing about that. Like, I'm I'm gonna be very, very clear. I specifically told the person that I'm, I'm, I'm supporting Nikki Fried, and I'll tell, I'll do another, I'll do another podcast on that um, later on why I'm supporting her. Um, But I specifically told them, like, listen, focus on black voters. That is who you need to be focusing on. Your your last, the last. You know, two months of this election, you need to be focused on black voters because that is the base. Not these, not white women, because I don't trust them. Not white men, because they're not fucking with you. You need to be focused on black voters and young voters, younger millennial voters. That needs to be the outline of your messaging.
1: I think that's part of the problem, though, is that they focus on the margins. So to what you said is that if you're looking for minorities to come out and vote for you, that needs to be your messaging. But it never is because it's like well we need To get a certain percentage of white men White women in order for us To either make this competitive or to win And it's like nah man Because look whenever Nikki or Charlie Whoever ends up losing When they come out after And they do a (laughs) diagnostic of it Well South Florida didn't show up Them Haitians down there and the black voters down there Didn't come out The I-4 corridor wasn't as strong as as, it's No your messaging was terrible Yeah or you had a bad candidate. What I do respect about, not necessarily respect, what I liked about Trump's messaging is that it was in air quotes to the common man, even though he's rich as fuck. And you had some mm-hmm. white people that were like, oh, okay, he's one of us. And it's like, no, he isn't. He isn't, but he, he isn't. Played, but, he plays, but he played, but he played but he, like he was. Right. What candidate have we had outside of, and I'll even go back to Obama, because Obama was that common man to me in 07, then he switched up. You had Gillum in 18. And then we got out of the primary, and it's like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, what what candidates say? Hey, we- he he hit it,
0: he hit it well, man. And I appreciate it. I appreciate that if, if you're gonna run and run as a certain type of person, yeah. keep it hidden. And he kept it hidden well until he fit he lost. And that's when everything started coming out. Well, and I think that's also why a lot of people are afraid to even like try to run now. I mean, if you look at the downfall of Andrew Gillum, I mean, if you have even like a skeleton in your closet, you're afraid to run in this great state of Florida right now. Well, uh, it's it's yeah, rough. Because they're
2: going to bring all that shit out I, I, I want <laughs> to talk about Gillum in a second, but I want to talk about Gillum and because I think it's the elephant in the room. I do want to talk about that. But let me I just, 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 you know, make sure we're keeping this on Trump right. and how he apply, he appeals to a certain base. I'm going to play a clip. Yeah. That was literally after the Supreme Court decision.
0: President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday.
2: That's literally at a rally <laughs> <laughs> for Trump did, is sitting right there.
1: Did you see the walk back though?
2: Yeah, I saw that they, they tried to walk back, but that was a 40 and slip. Yeah. Thank you for supporting white life. life
1: yeah,
2: that's the game.
1: I would appreciate it. I, I appreciate that, though. Tell me where you are.
2: I appreciate the realness. I'm yeah. like, oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations. I like, am right. I'm, th- I'm, I appreciate the authenticity. Yeah. Because that's really mm-hmm. where I'm at with it at this point. You know, they ain't playing in my face no
1: more. They ain't is playing exactly in my face. They doing, they're doing what they're Man, supposed to do. Again, you have a sitting senator who's like, all right, we coming after all this shit. Like, yeah, yeah you think Brown v. Bo- nope. Nope. <laughs> like, the entire mask is off. So... Depress. I'm gonna let you know why
0: why why they ain't gonna get that off. Somebody named Clarence Thomas. They're not gonna they're not gonna get segregation off because Clarence is gonna stay there. Uh-huh. He's not gonna give up his white wife. Oh no, no, Be no. Crazy. Clarence
2: was very clear. <laughs> Clarence,
0: <laughs>
1: he did not mention that case at all. He Clarence, was like, yeah,
2: that's the line. Clarence was like, <laughs> Clarence
1: was literally
2: like to the all the laws, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, uh, segregation. You're, You're cool. <laughs> uh, you know. You know. Let me be Virginia. You're cool. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you know. And I'm out. Like yep. that's literally how he did his his opinion. I'm like, what the? This is a wild yep. space that we're in. And you know. And yep. again, this is kind of playing in the um the face here. Like you had Alito talking about there's no you know there's no um it doesn't mention abortions out in the Constitution. Right. 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 And I'm like, well, neither this gun is not in the Constitution. Ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, neither yeah. are fucking, fr- like, freedom of for, for, uh, uh, black people being considered whole people. That's not in the Constitution. And if, in fact, the Ninth Amendment says you cannot construe what's not in the Constitution to say that they're not, these rights are not available to everybody. So you can't just go mm-hmm. by what's not in the Constitution, therefore we can't give you these rights. Because the Ninth Amendment already destroyed that opinion. But that's playing in people's face, acting like we don't know the fucking Constitution. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? like that's playing. That's again playing in people's face. So, you know, I just wanted to uh, highlight that. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. If,
0: if you're going to blame something, though, I mean, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll take it back to Obama's first term when he had all the houses on the side. That was the time for Obama. And I guess it, nobody's predicting. Nobody's like, oh, shoot, Roe v. Wade will be overturned. Right. Right. But that was the time for Obama to be like, all right, we're going to pass some legislation which makes abortion legal. He said he was throughout
1: the nation. Huh? He said he would. And if it, if you remember old. when he campaigned, he was like, "I got you." Like that's going to be the Freedom of Choice Act. He was like, "I'm gonna sign it as soon as I get in the office." He got in the office, he was like, "That ain't really on top of my list."
2: Because he said he hit the economy. <laughs> he said, "No, I, you know, I read his book. He said the economy became the priority of everything, and you know, and mm-hmm. then he, had, he was dealing with some international mm-hmm. uh, stuff." But it's like, and then you hear the statement like, "Well, technically, he only had he only had." The House and the Senate for seventy
1: two days. Seventy two days. Man, get the fuck up out of here, man.
2: Listen, my thing He could have like,
1: did it seventy two days, he bro. Absolutely. He could have did, did, did it in I like Obama.
0: I just can't let him slide on that. No. You feel me? There's no. a lot of things Obama could have did in those seventy-two days.
2: No, cause they damn sure sat a Supreme Court justice in thirty-two days. Bro. So don't tell me So don't tell I, I, me you can't I, codify a law in seventy two days because y'all are always on vacation. And that's
1: the thing though. It's like Democrats are always like, Well, we 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 couldn't have done it because we didn't have this. And I'm looking at Republicans like they got two people. Y'all got the vast majority, they got two, and they still getting shit done. Right. How is it yep. that they are able to do things in the minority and Democrats had a majority and they're like, Well, our hands are tied. Right. What? Right. That's the problem. <laughs> Um. So listen,
2: because I, I know I I know Isaiah guys has to go. I mean, yeah. Jason, and you and I can keep, keep yeah, yeah, talking. So, but I want to talk yeah. about um. I want to address Andrew here, and first of all, to everybody, everybody who sent me a text message
1: about Andrew Gillum. <laughs> What's up with your boy, dog? That's... <laughs> everybody
2: who sent me. An Get him on the show,
1: man. What you doing?
2: Everybody, he's not coming out here. <laughs> everybody <laughs> who, who, who's like hey did you see this people i haven't heard from in years Much. let me
1: text kamara to ask what, what are what's your what's thoughts
2: your what, are you, what are your thoughts on andrew gillum and i'm like i am not first of all i have my thoughts on it are more complex yeah. than what i'm willing to give you and i'm but yeah let me uh let me go ahead and give you a a elongated text message about my thoughts on Andrew right. when I haven't yeah. heard from you in three years. Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. Don't text me. The, the chances of you finding out something about a candidate that I supported that who I threw the first fundraiser for him in Central Florida for a, a, a you know, and defined, the chance of you finding out something and then you want to say, Kamar, did you see this? Yes, motherfucker, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Okay, you're not you're not putting me on some shit that I didn't see. All right. I yeah, haven't like, comment on it for a reason.
1: Bruh. Like it, it was breaking news. <laughs> it was so, I mean, it We was, got alerts. Overall. It was breaking
2: news all the way until six o'clock PM in my yeah, like man. in my phone. People like, hey, did you see this? Go, yes. Like, no, nah, I ain't see it. I ain't see that shit. What is this? What is the Andrew? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, but, but um I just wanna say this, man, about the whole the Andrew thing. And yes, he there was a lot of things he was keeping in the dark, and they say, "What well, you know will come." We'll send the dark comes to the light. But yeah. one of the things I, I do want to focus in on is that when I read, did you read that Isaiah? I think you did. What a- indictment. Andrew's indictment? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, and so um, it's complicated for me because twenty six pages are hot fire. I look at it like, and what what seeps out to me was a man who was, you know got caught up in a game that he would, he he played the game poorly. You know what I mean? Because yep. white candidates, white people do this all the time. I, I don't want to hear people say, oh, I've, I'm disappointed what Andrew did. I'm not disappointed what he did. I'm disappointed he was so fucking stupid. Was yep. it?
1: Well, yes. And, and, and here's, here's why I say that is because the way I read it, that this was a kid who was just trying to sit at the cool kids table. And then once he yep. actually got in, he saw how everything else around him was operating. Yeah. And he's like, okay, like I, I even go back to the gift disclosure. Like you have to file a quarterly gift disclosure, right? Right. And it was like he filed it, but he didn't put that. It's like, okay.
2: But, th- but that's but that was him being stupid. That's yeah. but that's my criticism of him. Yeah. Everything he did in that when I read it, I was like, this is stupid. I read it, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. that was done, Andrew. Like because he got to a
0: point. My mom used to always remind me of this, and I know it's it's kind of harsh to remind your kids of this, but. You get into a space. I understand you are still a black man. Yeah. Exactly. You need yeah. to move. And it's unfortunate. I know we, we, we're we we're coming out of, we're, we're still in men's, black. Like, we're still focusing on black men's mental health right. currently. Right. But it's unfortunate, but you still have to remember, hey, I might need to have a guard up here because I might be in this space, but I'm not completely accepted. I'm not black who I'm is really sir. good
2: at that. Right.
0: <clears throat> and so... I'm thinking Andrew Gillum is moving like Obama, who was very, very much
2: like, I'm in this space, but I'm still like I'm a super black man I'm operating in this white like space. That. Right. But he, he wasn't. And he just wasn't. And so you see, like, because I, 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 I was telling somebody the other day, you have white, candidate, white people, white politicians. You can't tell me people go into office worth $300,000 and then four years later, they're worth $5 million. There is no aggressive <laughs> investment yeah, in your life. That can make you go up from $300,000 to $5 million in four years.
0: I, I just books. think. Books. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know
2: I'm <laughs> like, right, books, right? So, like, so the thing is when I was telling somebody that what, really what bothered me was he he didn't even create this thing. Like, people like, you know, he didn't create the game. Right. He played it so poorly. Like, it's yeah. what Lil Wayne said. Either be good or be good at it. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, and he was not good at it. And so. He operated in a sense of, to your point, Isaiah, like, he didn't put up guardrails. There's no way somebody could have come to me. They would have given me a trip to, 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 um, to New York, Hamilton, go see the Mets, a boat ride. And then on that, and I don't even know you. And you'd be like, hey, so let's talk about that contract. Bro, don't talk work to me. Like, yep. <laughs> like talk, uh, yeah, talk to my, I've been yeah. like big red. My office
1: hours are from, right, right you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, don't talk, yeah. like, that's not street sense. That's not being smart.
1: Yeah. That's being dumb. Andrew, I, I just think, man, like when I saw Scott Maddox go down and yeah. Scott was, you know, mayor, commissioner, mayor, and, you know, Tallahassee, of course, is a town full of corruption, obviously. Right. But when I saw that, when they were going up to Scott and his girl, I was like, yo. And Andrew kept saying, no, I'm not being investigated. Shit. Yeah. You aren't being investigated? When I looked and I saw how far back they went, like, bruh.
2: But that was, th- but think about it, right? So, he- Again, I'm sorry, Isaiah, you got to, I know you, you
0: know, got to go. I was, I was, because I, I have a limited time, but I was just thinking, I was going to write something when Andrew Gillum indictment came out. I was going to write something that was like, yeah, this is kind of why you sometimes got to go to
1: PWI so you know how to move in white space. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's real, though. I'm not saying yeah. that is real. Andrew went to FAM and went up there and got,
2: <laughs> no, you know
1: what? I was like, let me not get killed. But like,
2: man, well, I, but I I, although I love my HBCUs, I understand that point though. I do too. Because you got to understand how to w- operate in white spaces. Yeah. And what it reeked re- to me is somebody, and we have a group chat, you know, yeah. but somebody's put it so pointly, um, it reeked to somebody who was trying to provide for his family.
1: And I, I think that, that really and truly, when when I saw it, it was like, yeah, they pay for the boat ride and for Hamilton and all that. I was like, that dude was making 70 grand a year. He couldn't afford all that shit. Right. And so when you have someone like, yo, I got this for you. I got this. And he's like, I can experience right. I can experience this. Like I see my peers who operate in this space experiencing the same things. Right. And I can do that. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I even go back to Corrine Brown before she yeah. went to, to prison. It was like she was the member of Congress that had a negative net worth. Yeah. All these people go to Congress and like you said, they worth three hundred grand. The next thing you know, it's five million dollars. Right. And Corrine Brown was Broke up there, right? And so for black elected officials, absolutely, we, we have to play a different game because the game that was created was not for us in the first place. But yep. when candidates are coming out, and then you see it's like, oh, okay, well they they gonna get turned or they gonna get and it's do you know how easy that is? Yeah, like if you have somebody telling you like, yeah, your little salary that's cool, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for you. I'm gonna do. I'm waving. Okay, a, I'm waving one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in your face. Thank you. You it's know,
2: easy. and and it's, it's easy. It's easy. Very it's, easy. And it's hard. It's and i'm not that's not a criticism of andrew what is it's a critique on how black candidates and how we as black people don't come from front of money we don't come from this this, this prism of money we mm-hmm. don't come from that space
1: this is all new man this is all, this new. Is all new and so
2: like and you hear I, I and you work with can i work with you work with candidates i right. work with candidates they often say like i've had candidates who actually won who said the hardest part when running was i had 0 dollars in my account mm-hmm. and i had Sixty thousand dollars in my campaign account. Yeah, that was hard to look at. Man. I couldn't even. It, I got my shit repossessed. All you got what, to do.
0: Attorneys, attorneys go through that all the time. How many people we see get disbarred because they touch a trust fund account? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a million dollars in a trust fund account from a wrongful death claim, but I'm my lights about to get shut off. Oh, so dude. I might go touch. It. That's so it's real, rough, though. man. That you is better have so some real. integrity.
2: It's it's hard, and it's like, and and I'm telling, like the thing is, we don't talk about how these things play they play in somebody's mind to run when people someone says to me kamar you should run for office first thing i always say are you gonna find my lifestyle listen like that's what are you, gonna, fund, are you, you gonna find my so, lifestyle can you can you do that yeah can you can you pay Every me time. six figures and so my, my my family doesn't sacrifice for my own egotistical endeavor that's real. That's because real. you can't mm-hmm. do that i'm not taking off a year
1: you're going to take care to, of my kids. You're yeah. going to pay for the daycare. You're going to put gas in the ride. All you got to do is look at for black elected officials and white. Just look at their finance report and see what they're spending their money on. Listen, that's all you got to do. Yep.
2: White, white candidates will literally have law firms. And you know this, Isaiah, because you, you work in a um, law firm. A law firm will literally say, hey, you can go ahead and run for office and we'll still pay your salary. That yes. is a luxury.
1: Very much so. That Especially is, for a judgeship.
2: Right. For a judgeship. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and take off a year for the Florida bar. You literally have this white. Certain people went um run for the Florida bar. You literally have law firms saying, hey, you can take off a year to campaign to be a Florida to be a Florida bar president. Yep. You know what I mean? And we're going to pay your salary it's because crazy. we understand it benefits us in the long run yeah. to have somebody in that position.
1: What mm-hmm. black institutions have that ability?
2: We don't have that ability. Even None. With,
1: with, right, that's <laughs> zero. So None. we all operate now here by ourselves in silos, and then when one falls, it's like, well, that's stupid motherfucker. It's like, well, come on now. I can guarantee last, you that's something. Thing I go, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Yeah, last thing before I go, it's funny because what you said, uh, law firms will throw it in, in people's face too, right? If you go on a law firm's website, they'll have like uh, notable alumni, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Right, and those are the people that they sponsored for that year to get that judgeship, right. to run for that political office, all this stuff. It's it's a what what future says, evil world out here. Evil world out here. It's, evil world out here. <laughs> it's a cold game. <laughs> man. You know
2: what I'm saying? It's it an evil world out here. No, that's real, bro. Yeah. And I, I that's a, that's real, bro. It's an evil world out here. <laughs> all, right, yo, boys, out. Yeah, all right, yeah, boys, I got here now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, Isaiah, man. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's real. Like I I thought about these things, and I think about like I didn't look at it like. You know, I've seen somebody say, that's why I didn't trust him from the beginning. I'm like, you know what? Or that's why it's hard for me to get behind people. I'm like, bro, that's not the human. The human aspect of that is not looking at it through the lens of, you know, why was he in that position in the first yeah. place?
1: I'm I, 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 I I'm with you because I've seen some comments made like, yeah, this is why I didn't. Now we'll say this. There was one person in Florida politics who said from the beginning, like he has some shit in his past that gives me pause. Yeah. Like I think he might be a little bit corrupt Right. But that's why I'm not going for it. And this was even when he was in the primary. And I'm like, I can respect that if that's right. what. What I didn't appreciate, though, is the number of people that said, see, this is why we should have voted for Gwen because she would have won. What? what? Yeah. No, Gwen still would have lost. Gwen and she would have lost badly. Absolutely. So when I see that, it's that's when the black person comes out. It's like, oh, uh, OK. Mm-hmm. So even
2: black people saying it, too, though.
1: Yes No 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 I'm not saying that they weren't yeah. But when I see certain people saying it I'm thinking yeah. So y'all still hanging on to that white woman Yeah Like still Like she didn't It's inspi- If If Gwen was so great She would have been Andrew in the primary
2: That's my point She blank. didn't though Point blank How do you How do you reconcile By telling somebody That they're going to win in the general When they can't even win the fucking primary Can't even
1: win in the primary And then It it, it just It, it just kind of pisses you off It's like Yeah I you know, wasn't really big on Andrew in the general. In the primary, I'm like, yo, I, if, if he sticks this out, like, I'm... Then we got to the general or whatever. And we, we see that happen with candidates all the time, not just Andrew. But it's just when I see, like, yeah, this is why he should have gotten out of the way for Gwen. It's like, are you fucking kidding me?
2: Right. For Gwen Graham? Right. You couldn't even inspire a paper bag. Right. Like,
1: th- this yeah. was the Hillary Clinton of Florida, basically. Yeah. And you're saying that she should have got... It's the same the day that the Roe decision came out. Officially I saw so many people Saying but her emails And I'm like Are y'all fucking kidding me Like this is This is where we are That you are still Hanging on to this woman Who in the past Has said Yeah that's not really Our top priority Like has said it Pelosi has said it But the day that it comes out It's We gotta go in And talk about how Important this white woman was Why Like this dude Gillum May Be about to lose A large portion Of his
2: Life Life and he's lost his family. He may lose his family. May
1: lose his family. Like his I'm kids. About, I'm talking
2: about his kids. Will that's what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so like, yeah.
1: and and the the first thing you think of is, oh man, I knew I should have voted for Gwen.
2: Or damn, you know, I I never trusted that motherfucker. Like like oh, know, I man. Can't, like, no. I can't really believe him. Like no, no, like no. no. That that wasn't. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm I'm. It's it's. Although I had some t- harsh words for how I felt, I can't hold him to the light and say that I'm you know, wagging my finger at him and then not looking at these other people who I understand are playing the game. They just play the game better than him.
1: Man, I, I will go back to when DeSantis was elected. And like, if you remember his first year, it was a bunch of Democrats that are elect- like, Oh, he, wasn't as bad as we
2: thought. And I, I, I hated that. Oh my god!
1: And I just kept thinking, like, like, are y'all serious?
2: Are y'all y'all looking at the right, same right, white man? That I'm right,
1: at? and I'm thinking, like, oh okay. Like, I, I, it was a local I Won't say who it is. A local politician that sat down with him. And was like, you know, actually, I think he's okay. I had black people will tell me this. It was a black local politician. It was like, <laughs> I, I think he's okay. And then now we see what it, is, what he is. But I'm thinking, if 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 you all didn't even have the foresight to see, like, he bullshitting y'all. And now, you are was, coming out to that, say that. That was what's scary about for it for Clinton.
2: me. Yeah. It was what's scary that you had so many people who were easily turned. Yeah. But that's the conscience of an American voter. They're oh, so yeah. easily yeah. turned. Yeah. They don't think about things in a holistic sense. They're so quick to say, oh, man, you know what? Maybe. Uh, you this know? is like, why.
1: And, I mean, it' a dirty, open secret. Electoral officials don't give a fuck about polling. They don't like when I see like well the majority of Americans and I'm thinking there is not an elected official that's sitting up there reading polling like okay so the majority of people want it unless it's in their favor if it's if it's not in their favor they're gonna find something to show like nope this isn't Mm -hmm. so when I see things like that and I hear it's like okay well number one that if it could be a hundred percent Republicans didn't give a fuck about that so when you go back to DeSantis and he lost by. How many ever, or he won by how many ever votes? And I was listening to your podcast with Nikki, and she's like, Yeah, well, he, you know, he's governing like he won by, you know, 100,000 votes or whatever. He still won, though. Right. So in his mind, he's like, Yeah, I'm going to do whatever. And it's worked well in his favor. Right. And this idea that if you win by one vote, you got to be a little careful because you got to placate to but bo- No, the fuck, you do not.
2: Republicans don't think like that, that. man. Because what is it when Bush. When Bush won, barely, well, actually, what well, technically, he when he was L- given L- to him. L- right, well, he lost. What did and he yeah. say? I said, I feel like I have a public mandate yes. to govern. Yeah. Motherfucker, you lost. Bruh. You lost, and you still feel like you have a public mandate. Yeah. Republicans don't think like that. Yeah. They think, if I lose by one, I mean, if I win by one or a million, I won. And that's the, that's the way we need to start thinking about things.
1: So, what do you think is going to happen with Andrew?
2: Um... I don't. It's that's tough because I think there's a lot. There's another.
1: Yeah, there's another shooter drop. There's other shoes to drop. Yeah,
2: and
1: I think this is just the beginning.
2: It's the just the beginning for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I want to say this, man, and shout out to my best friend. <clears throat> she, she's the one who kind of pinned this out, and I loved it. When you look at Andrew's situation, it makes you conscious or conscientious of the who you have around you. Now, let me draw this down mm-hmm. even more. Adam Corey. Mm-hmm. And it's not, a, it's an open secret now. It, Adam Corey was his, yes, his, his, um, yeah, white gay boyfriend for yep. years, years. And it was Adam Corey who was approached by the feds. And it was Adam Corey who then when the feds started pressing, because Adam Corey had his own financial issues. He had his own problems. It was all. This is not something that's breaking news. This has right. been written about. He had his own issues. And he was getting, dealing with his own demons. And so when they pressed him, say, and as most people do, when they, the pre, feds press you, like, well, who do you got? Because the feds are always about after a bigger fish. And what did Adam say? I can get you Gillum. Because mm-hmm. when you read the complaint, it was kind of like, where did this come from? Like, all of a sudden, they just offered him a $100 ticket? but it was his friend or his gay boyfriend who who did him in and it makes you aware of the things and the people around you you have to be careful there because the people around you can tear the your entire world apart and it's not just andrew now it's mm. other people that i think are going to be affected um so you know when you're choosing friends when you're choosing mates
1: it's never just one person
2: you know it's just when you, you know, when you're choosing your circle yeah you got to know that you know that you know that this person not only has the integrity to hold you down, but they're 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 if their life becomes unravelled, they're not going to drag you down with them. Yeah, man. And that's the thing that that's a, the biggest cautionary tale. I think I see what I see from Andrew. It makes you evaluate your circle.
1: Barry Bonds. I, I cannot remember this guy's name, but Barry Bonds' trainer, if you remember, went yeah. to prison yeah. for Barry. For Barry. Never turned on that dude. Like uh-huh. new where all the bodies would be never yeah. turned on that dude. Yeah, Not, we were in prison for like four years. Yes. Yeah. Like that's that that's that's you want somebody that's down for you like that. Now, granted, everybody ain't built that way. No. Cause you telling me I got four years in prison, it's like, okay. No. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Right, right, right. But to that point about who you pick and choose to be around you.
2: If just, you're gonna be involved in a certain lifestyle. Yeah. If you're gonna be involved in a nefarious lifestyle that requires you to have make sure you going to have then i'm not advocating for people not to think i'm advocating no for people look out for yourselves but i'm saying if you're going to be involved in some shit
1: yeah you know what i think it wasn't andrew man i think that andrew didn't think it would get this far i think that andrew thought i'll take the hamilton tickets i'll take the trips i'll do these things i might get a fine if you know but i'm not and now I, I think you know, you're staring potential prison in the face. And I think probably in his mind, I'm. you know, this is all conjecture. He's probably thinking, I had no clue it would go this far.
2: But yeah, no, but, but most people who end up in this position yeah. don't ever think, think it would it go this
1: gonna, far. Like, I go back car. to Scott Maddox, like, his yeah. girlfriend is going to prison. Yeah. Like, they both going to prison. Yeah. You go back to Corrine Brown, who's now come back to run for Congress. Like, that entire orbit right? got in trouble. Yeah. Like, it's never just one person. Yeah. Like, you know, Andrew could be the star. Person or whatever But it's all like Alright You be the big at- fish in the, in the case Right Man listen I I, When the FBI I've had the FBI Come to my house When they come to your house Like your heart Goes to your feet Cause you like They they do not just Pop up to say Okay we They know some shit They
2: know some shit Now you're Now you're processing
1: Yeah you What, what the, the fuck, fuck do, do they, they know? know
2: What do they know Yeah What
1: do they know And I remember man I was talking to the agent And he's like Just tell me everything You know mm-hmm. What do you want to know yeah. I have nothing to hide Right so when I like when I was reading the indictment, and I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, this man got a wife, got two small kids, mm-hmm. and that could potentially just be wiped out.
2: And then people looking at, I should have
1: voted for Gwen Graham. Should have voted for Gwen Graham. Like that's the first thought that you have. Yeah. I was even thinking, man, like, how do we make this better for Black candidates when it comes to running for office? Because you know you have a fund that presidential candidates can pull from to run their campaigns. You have a fund that gubernatorial candidates like DeSantis has used hundreds of thousands of dollars from that fund. And that dude is the, he's good. Like he has 42 billionaires that have donated to his campaign and he's fine, but he he's still taking that money.
2: He has a hundred million dollar war chest.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, what can we do for black candidates to be in a better place financially? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Cause even if you had a government fund, that was, all right, this is specifically for black, like, a, as a part of, rep, like, if California passes rep, as a part mm-hmm. of this reparations package, we're going to put $30 million into a fund that only black candidates can access because we know what's stacked up against them. It's like, that's going to end up at the Supreme, like, you know, like, white people are so, going to get pissed. And
2: I'm, it's, it's, it's interesting, right, because um, it's all holistic, right? Yeah. And we talk about how um, black candidates and their ability to fundraise. Because that's really what it comes down to. Yes. Right? And we don't think about, like, this whole thing when Santos talks about I'm eliminating two positions, black representation. Mm-hmm. And my thought process is, like, and I've seen black people, obviously white people, it's not a big deal. And I think to myself, like, do you know how hard it is to get elected as a black official? Fair. Do you know how hard it is? And for, not only for someone to wipe that out, <clears throat> that, that, not only to get elected, but now they... Your representation has been cut in half mm-hmm. by this. So that's number one. But then number two, to even get to that space to be elected takes a level of sacrifice and financial commitment that not a lot of people will ever see. And so... That's real. When we're talking about, you know, setting up a state fund for black people to to run for office, now we're talking about a state... Not only do we come from limited resources, but we have now limited opportunities to do yeah we have limited opportunities for representation. So the the key word here is limits. Yep. We have limits, but white people they operate with no limits. Yeah. And that's the fundamental thing I think about.
1: It's, it it really is you know I, I know we're we're talking about Gilliam, but you you just kind of look at where we are and where we could be headed. Mm-hmm. It just kind of makes you sad. It
2: makes you very sad. Because
1: You've been in this fight like I've I've been working in politics and government for pretty much my entire adult professional career, and I am jaded all the way. And you know that me being jaded doesn't mean I'm you know you know you're still going to fight you're still going to, but the fear that you have about. You know, when you hear like, well, what kind of world are you leaving for your children in the next generation? Like you do start to think about some of those things because it's like, are you making it hard? Like, I, I go and I'm not comparing myself to this, but I just go back to the conversation. That MLK, like I think about it all the time when MLK had his conversation with Harry Belafonte mm-hmm. and he said, am I leading my people into a burning house? Yeah. Like he had a real crisis in his mind that like have I been doing the right thing? And obviously he pressed forward and But you think about those things And you're like Why are we even doing this shit sometime man Because you know I, in Listening to your interview with, with Nikki I thought back to when They first got in office they took a trip to uh, Israel and you know Nikki's Jewish And But the reason I mention that is because You know we talk so much About what happens here domestically and in the state But I'm still curious What's your stance on Palestine Because that's Directly related to the struggle Of black people So if if we can't Expand and this this To me relates back to Malcolm X and Ella Baker And Kwame Ture, They all had a thought Number one they were all part of an organization But number two they all had the belief That black people cannot be free domestically until we're free okay. all over all the world
2: internationally yeah
1: so if your politic only extends beyond or if your politics stops at the borders of the United States then to me in my mind like you're not really for me mm-hmm. and I, I and I understand that's a really broad statement to make but the reason I say that is because when you look at it and you just see just how expansive we outsource our violence to other places, and then you look at what's happening to Andrew. You look at what happened to Corrine. And I'm not saying that they didn't do anything wrong. You look at what happened we're not,
2: to... We're not absolving the wrong... Absolutely
1: duty. not. Right. Um, the, the, if this was years ago. But Jefferson, the former congressman that was from Louisiana, they found all that cash in his freezer. Like, you think about those things and you see it and it's like, we can't do a damn thing, man. Like, we cannot do anything. I'm not saying that we should be able to do wrong things. That's not where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's when you try to do the right thing, when you say, yeah, the rights of Palestinians are just important to me as the rights of black people or the rights of the people in Yemen are just important, it's like, oh, okay, well, we shutting all this shit down. It's like that's when they start coming after you, when you start to expand your scope mm-hmm. and the United States isn't necessarily at the top because you realize that what MLK said is that we are the greatest purveyor of violence in the world- Then it's like the posse starts coming for you. So if black people here locally and on the state level, if we cannot, if we can only advocate on behalf of the United States in a way that is advantageous um, for whiteness, for lack of a better term, then you just have days where you're like, why am I even doing this then? Because as soon as if Kamara runs and as soon as Kamara says something that, You know maybe looked upon as anti-Semitic You're done Done. Like you are done And I You and I have a a, not a mutual friend But you know we know someone locally who's running for Congress who is A young person and started Out really well and now it seems as if They're starting to trek further to because they've gotten It's like
2: got the grips in them Yeah
1: That's the part that's really sad Yeah,
2: yeah. It's like where you go from there well, this is ending on a great note. So, uh, <laughs> Jason, go ahead and um, give your final thoughts <clears throat> on just, like, where so, we are with everybody.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, two things is, one, you cannot expect mass civic participation from uh, citizens where their material needs are not being met. So that means that we need to do a better job of meeting their material needs if you want to go, want them to go out and vote for you. Number two, uh, please Just collectively, can we just stop vote shaming? Can we stop going after the first thing I saw when Roe came out, when the decision came out, is you all who voted for Jill Stein, you all who voted for Trump because you didn't like him, this is your fault. It's not. It's not. If we live in a democracy, then people have the choice to vote for whoever they want to. But not only that, Clinton wasn't going to save us. Obama didn't save us. Clinton didn't save us the first time. Carter didn't save us. Um, So, My real and honest to God thought is that I just want us to do a little bit more reading into our history about how we got here, because I think that would give us a better understanding about why all of this shit is happening now. And it's not tied specifically to Donald Trump or to January 6th or to who has been appointed to the Supreme Court. Join an organization, please. Um, you know get a little bit more involved But it does not Voting is just a tool in your toolbox It's not the entire toolbox There's so many more things that you can do If you are feeling despair If you're feeling like this is it Like no it's not It's not We come from a long history of people that <laughs> We come from despair Right. Like we're birthed from that right. So if our ancestors And those that came before us can continue to move forward And continue to push and fight and we can do the same thing. This isn't the end of it. You just got to pick it up and you just got to keep going. And don't let despair and don't let these decisions um, block you out from that.
2: I like that. In fact, I'm actually going to piggyback off that. And in my letter to black culture, dear black culture, we just had a great discussion on the theater of American democracy and the current state of the nation. Honestly, all of it can make one feel like there's no purpose in fighting back. I can't argue against someone who feels the extent of the despair that Jason mentioned levied against their soul. Politics, and you know, whether you're deeply involved in it or you're just you actually work for it, like Jason and myself, will drive out the hope of even the most idealistic if we're not careful. But that's what the enemy wants you to do. They want you to lose your hope. They want you to lose your engine of change. They want you to lose your vision of a better society. This country was not built on the promise of a better tomorrow for the disenfranchised. The game was never created for us. And Yet, not only did we survive, we thrived. Regardless of the obstacles in front of us, we thrived. Regardless of the laws presented against us, we thrived. Regardless of the violence against our black bodies and spirit, we thrived. We never let American hypocrisy break our spirit, our strength, our soul. That's not who we are as a culture or as a people. So Jason said, do not lose despair. Do not have have despair. Do not lose hope. Never let the enemy break you. So it's because of that, I couldn't think of a better song to write out to. Then we start off with King Kendrick. So we're gonna leave with Queen B herself. Till next time, y'all. We ride out. <laughs>
1: <laughs>